Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasts with a flat rate for ad space so you can always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podco.com at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast blog access 101 in the how did you hear about podcast Podgo section of the application. Welcome back to Blog Access 101. I'm your host, Yanka Bashi. This is episode 44. I'm here today with my co-host, AJ. What up, AJ? What's going on, yo? Back in the building. I'm no longer all day AJ King. I'm, I'm AJ King underscore all day now. They they clapped me. Twitter, Twitter put a steak knife through my heart. Ten years of perfect curation gone. Can't believe it. Damn, brother. I, I, I... <laughs> How did you get banned from Twitter? What did you tweet? Man, uh, this is crazy. Like, it's not even, um, it wasn't nothing like, you know, violence or bullying or none of that. Like, I, I, I mean, you see my tweets. I don't really be going at people like that. Um, you know, the most, the most, uh, I've gotten into is maybe like a heated argument or two about some basketball, but that's about it. Um, but now nah, they got me on a, it was, it was the DMCA. They got me on the copyrights. Um, I guess like two years ago, literally this tweet was from 2019. I think uh, I, I made a meme or something. Uh, and whatever video I had posted, because I, I, I couldn't even see it because they had taken it down. But uh, whatever video I had posted must have had Marvin's Room in it, the Drake song. And Drake's team, I guess, has been, like, trying to clear Twitter. I don't know why. I don't know why these music companies are just so horny to get all these songs off of Twitter. Like, in my head, I feel like, and I feel the same way about sports highlights, in my in my head, wouldn't it be smart to have your your content on Twitter? That's free marketing in my mind. But you know, it's it's whatever. Whatever clip I had up must have had Marvin's room in it. And uh, Wednesday, the Twitter uh, the Twitter uh, heads uh, came down on me and and suspended my account. So y'all y'all follow me at AJ King underscore all day for the time being i mean i'm i'm sick i'm sick about it free me free aj yeah man they, they took your account man free aj man and bring back bring back all day underscore aj king we need that for the streets free me <laughs> i feel like kd free me bro how long did it say how long you like uh suspended for they don't. They didn't even say, man. Apparently, I, and I, I talked to a couple people who had this similar issue, but apparently, like, it's literally like you just waiting. Like, they don't tell you when they're gonna. Because I've appealed it and everything, but they don't tell you when they're gonna like hear your case or whatever. Like, they don't tell you when they might let let you off. So you really are just waiting. And so that's literally where I'm at. Like, I'm just waiting. So whenever they let me off, man, that's what it is. I'm 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 in the I'm in the dark right now. I don't got I don't got nothing uh I'm got got nothing to really do. 
except for just keep it pushing for the time being. It's, it's an evil world we live in, y'all. Be careful. Don't post no music on Twitter or they'll clap you, man. Damn, man. I hate to see it, brother. Uh, <laughs> get well to Twitter account soon, brother. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, man. We, we, we keeping it pushing, man, out here. Free AJL. Most definitely. All right, we're going to jump right into the first topic. Uh, to where do you think LaMarcus Aldridge will be traded to? Um, I, uh, go ahead, I'll let you go. Oh, uh, that's a good one, man. Uh, good old LA. Um, I don't know. I don't know what he even brings to a good team at this point, except for maybe some size and rebounding. Um, like, like I'm not quite sure that his offensive skill set um, is really going to be dynamic for a good team. He doesn't really defend all that well. Um, so really not sure where he fits. Uh, if I had to guess, though, uh, amongst the good teams, I could see the Lakers potentially making a move for him. The Lakers could definitely use some size off the bench um, and just more big bodies in general. So that the Lakers seem like a solid fit. Um, I know Miami has been in the talks, but again, I'm not sure how he would elevate Miami. So, you know, I, I, I think the Lakers would be a solid fit, but it's hard to tell uh, where he might end up. You know, I, I'm not sure LaMarcus Aldridge in 2021 is the same as LA in 2012 or 2013. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, obviously he's dealing with a couple injuries. I, uh, I feel like he should have never went to San Antonio in the first place. I never really understood why he went there. Uh, I was hoping he was going to sign with Phoenix when he was that free agent back then. Um, if I was Portland, I would try to bring uh, Aldridge back to uh, Portland, to be honest with you. Have him with uh, um, Nurkic when he gets back healthy. Uh, I feel like that'd be a good little team. And I, I feel like they won't have to give up too much for him. Uh, maybe a, a first round, but not like probably like a later, like later in the years. Uh, I don't think they need to give up a player or a young player. Um, but you know, I feel like it would help their team significantly. Uh, it's, you know, his best years were in Portland, um, which is why I never knew why he left. Um, but you know, sometimes people need a new, uh, new, new area, new scenery. Um, but yeah, I think he, I, I think, uh, probably Boston might take a look at him. You know, they still need a big man. Um, that can get a bucket as well as halfway defend. Because, um, you know, Tristan Thompson is definitely not the answer. Um, I'm still laughing <laughs> all that money. Uh, but, you know, but I feel like that will be a good trade for them. Uh, like you said, with Miami, they need a, another big man over there uh, with Bam and Olenek. Well, you know, I'll let Olenek come off the bench. But with him and Bam, that would be a good little pairing. It's um, another team. Yeah, L.A. would be a good fit for him. Um, I don't know who you guys would have to give up to get them. Maybe a couple of picks. Uh, I don't think you guys really worry about draft picks right now. Uh, so that might be good for you guys. And oh, it's another team that could actually use him as a contender for a playoff. I think uh, I think the, the the Portland fit would be interesting. So like him and Dame were not necessarily the greatest fit the last time he was in Portland. I know, you know, LaMarcus thought it was his team. And when Dame came through, it kind of became like a little bit of a clash between the two. Um, obviously, we know it's Dame's team now, so the dynamic might be a little different. But, again, I don't know. 
how would he really help them? Um, he he's not a great defender. He doesn't really protect the rim. Uh, I'm not sure he would really help Portland at this point. Port, uh, Portland's trying to, you know, uh, make a run, be a top four seed, try to make some some uh, impact in the playoffs. I'm not sure he would really help them. Yeah, I just think I just I just like his offer. Yeah, I feel that helped him out a little bit. Uh, but you know. I see what you're saying now. Uh, what's another team that could actually potentially use in um, maybe a Clippers team? No, I don't think they need them. They got enough. I, I could see, I could see that for sure. Um, again, like he, in my mind, he's like 15, 20 minutes, maybe off the bench, give you a little bit of scoring punch, but he's not really about to be like a featured big man or anything. So you know, one maybe one of those top contenders might might uh, take a take a shot at bringing him on. Maybe he can he can bring some important minutes off the bench. But you know, Lamarcus is Lamarcus is far far removed from his All Star days. Oh yeah, most definitely, just a guy a filler in her. Um, you know, I like I always love this game. Uh, get well soon to my guy Embiid. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad it was only uh, no no structural damage. Cause man, that man scared the hell out of me. Uh, I I was about to say, man. So so what was the official diagnosis of of Joel? That looked so ugly, man. I was scared. I thought he might have had like a, a ACL deal going on. Yeah, that, that man just plays a little reckless. I'm like, how the hell? Uh, did you fall like that? I mean, it's just—I mean, he's clumsy as hell. Uh, I think they said it was just like a deep bone bruise, and like in the left. Yeah, I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, just well, just saying that it's a, uh, just a bone bruise, which, whoo, the ACL and the meniscus are fine. I mean, it looked—it looked real ugly. I thought. I mean, the way his knee buckled when he when he landed too, I was like, man, you know, I I don't know, I for sure thought something m- must have popped. Thank God, uh, you know, Joel's having an MVP type season out here putting up Shaq numbers. Um, you know, I I hope he is able to get back healthy soon and um, you know, finish up the year strong because because he really deserves the MVP and. Um, if he continues to play the way he's been playing and the Sixers can uh, continue to win, he will, he will win it. So I, I hope he gets back and is able to, you know, get this award that he, you know, has wanted for a long time and he's, he's played so well. So yeah, get well, Joe. Yeah, man. I feel like we make a, a, bit, a, a big splash before the, the trade deadline now, especially with him getting injured. Uh, so, you know. I'm ready to see my guy Daryl Morley uh, pulled out. Still, of still could have made that big splash to get James Harden. Nah, we good. Oh man, I'm glad. I'm glad Ben Simmons was in that trade talk because he's been playing great ever since. Yeah, no, nah, Ben. Ben obviously took that personally, and um, you know, as much as I like to clown on my man, he's he's played really well, and he he might be the front runner for the Defense Player of the Year. He has played his ass off on that end of the floor uh he's really been locking up some of the best offensive players in the game um and he's still he's still a monster in transition he still can't shoot but when he gets in transition he can attack the rim so shout out to shout out to ben and joe you know they they've been doing their thing um 
you know, again, postseason time though is when is when the money is made. Don't worry, man. My man Ben be ready, locked and loaded. <laughs> ready for the trenches. Uh, what up, LR? Uh, but yeah, are right, we gonna jump right? on? Not much, brother. Jump right into the next topic. Uh, how will Blake Griffin help this? Uh, the pick a sign of Blake Griffin with the Nets. Did that push him over the top, or do they still need another piece? I I let LR start off. Uh, I don't really think that the Blake Griffin signing does anything like for where I rank the Nets. Uh, I already had them as the number one seed in the East and <laughs> potential challenger uh, for the title. I don't think Blake Griffin does anything that, that makes me think the Nets are a better team. I still think they actually probably need like another solid big that can actually play defense. Like Blake, Blake Griffin is, is cool, but they don't, they don't need a scoring. And I thought they needed more a better defensive player. And Blake Griffin's not really good at defense. So I, I don't think he really helps at all. But um, I guess it was just get him just so nobody else gets him. Because if he went to the Celtics, I thought that would make the Celtics a lot better. But uh, as far as the Nets, uh, Blake Griffin really does nothing for them as long as they get a healthy KD back. Uh, yeah, and to, to me, to, I, I agree with you 100%. And to me, he honestly just brings them a little floor spacing. Um, feel like he can stretch the floor as a, a sort of a stretch four-ish type of player. Um, he shoots the three ball relatively well um, and, you know, gives them another, also another lob threat, another cutting option. So, you know, at it, – it's just a nice little luxury to have. I mean, you're talking about a former all-star, a guy who can still score, and he's going to get so many open shots because, again, you, you've you got three Hall of Fame uh, crazy finishers, one-on-one uh, -on -one players, Kyrie, KD, James Harden. So, you know, Blake is going to ha probably have more open shots than he's ever had in his life. So that at the end of the day, I think it's a decent investment. He was cheap. He's on the vet minimum. So... A good move doesn't necessarily push them over the top, but the, the Nets are still the favorite in the East in my mind. You know, I know you don't believe that, Rob, but it's yeah, happening. Rob, Rob, Rob's the only one. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's happening, brother. You know what I mean? Like the, uh, the Eastern Conference titles coming to my borough or my new borough, Brooklyn. Shouts out. BK in the building. Shout out Biggie. RIP. Oh, buddy. Uh, <laughs> but also, if if there's teams in the playoffs and they're playing the Nets and Blake Griffin's wide open for three, I think teams are pretty comfortable losing if Blake Griffin is making that shot. Uh, you, you, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I I, I live with that. <laughs> that. That's a that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I mean, the, the you know, you gotta first of all, you gotta live with something. Um, and sure, I'm sure if Blake's pulling up for three, so a lot of teams are going to be like, well, we'll live with that. If he, if he beats us, then, then so be it. Right. Yeah, you know, I feel like, I feel like it was a good pickup for them. You know, I quickly picked him up in fantasy basketball. Um, I don't know how those idiots let that man sit up there. I went and got that guy so fast. Um, you know, I, I just need a solid good 30 points in my fantasy. Um, I feel like he'll bring that to me in a, being in a second unit. Uh, so perfect. Um, I don't, I definitely don't think they, they're pushing it over the top. Um, so, you know, you know, obviously six is still number one. Get well soon, my guy, and beat again. 
Um, but I feel like we, we make a big move before the trade deadline, and that makes us even a uh, bigger contender. Especially what what move could they make that would make them better than Brooklyn? Uh, let's see, Vucevic. He would make he would make the Sixers better than Brooklyn. I'm just I'm I'm just I'm like if we get him as a security deposit with Embiid's uh, health. Um, you know, that's my guy. He should never left Philly. Uh, what's hey, so oh, are, you, are you saying are you saying Vucevic playing us alongside Embiid or Vucevic instead of Embiid? No, no, no. Alongside he can run the four. He got a nice little inside out game. Who's going to the bench? <laughs> Danny Green. <laughs> oh. But then I, interesting. I, I but, you know, then I realized Tobias Harris plays his best game at the four. So, right. Point. Yeah. Um, I, I heard we, I mean, it's not a, it's not, obviously not like a super big move, but, you know, I, I like the, uh, I heard the rumors of us going after uh, George Hill. I feel like that'd be a good addition, especially for our second unit. I feel like the only weak part of our team is really our second unit. And I feel like George Hill, George Hill will fill that void of, I, I think I think at the end of the day that the the big the biggest um the biggest feather in the cap you have is Embiid obviously like he he's the one guy that's the game breaker against the Nets um so obviously him getting back to full health is is going to be really important um as much as he wants to get the MVP I'm I'm sure that team in the front office is probably like let's rest him a little bit make sure he gets back fully healthy because if he's clicking on all cylinders he's the guy that's the game breaker who can go for 40 and 20 and really break open a game and get everybody their open threes and that's that's their only real chance at beating the nets um if Embiid isn't clicking on all cylinders I'm not sure they really have a chance I, I like the energy that you have there um then also was talking about I don't know if you heard about it, it was like a like a proposed like a uh, it was a rumor we can go after like like Devontae Graham, but I don't see Charlotte giving him up, even though Lamelo and Terry O'Gear is playing well. I would like Malik Monk coming off the bench for us. Uh, I feel like he didn't get his due justice in uh, Charlotte. And uh, I I think we're at the point though where Charlotte probably doesn't want to give up Malik Monk. He's played so well. Yeah, I know. I, I was like, damn, he's finally started playing well, and so they didn't make him keep him. Uh, what's another player that we can? Uh, they saying Kyle Lowry's not going. They're not trading him, but I, I don't believe anything, any anybody executives say, professional sports until the trade deadline actually passes. That's a move. That's a move that I think it would help the Sixers a lot. I mean, if they if they were able to get Kyle Lowry, that's a move that would really help them. I mean, you're talking about, uh, you know, championship pedigree, a guy who can really come in and and boost the morale of the team, and then. You know, he also does all the scrappy things, the winning things, the taking charges, diving on the floor for loose balls. Like, you know, that along with the fact that he's actually a hooper and he can put the ball in the basket. So I love the Kyle Lowry move. If they can make it happen. I mean, you know, why not, Toronto? Why not go ahead and and trade him away? I mean, your run is over. Uh, It's time to start to, to, to get a little younger there. Why not give Kyle back to his hometown and allow him to try to get another championship? So hopefully, hopefully that is a move that, that goes down. I would love to see Kyle Lowry on the Sixers. I, I think that would actually uh, 
put them up there with the Nets, but um, I, I just don't I don't see the Raptors going through with that trade. I I just can't see it. Even though mm-hmm. they got they they haven't looked good. They haven't looked good because of like their whole team is like out for COVID. I oh, think they trust wanted... me. Oh, I know because Fred Van Fleet and hurry up and get back on my fantasy team. God damn. <laughs> yeah, I think they want to give it one more run before. They they blow it up, so I don't I don't see Kyle Lowry being traded this year. Oh oh, the run the run is over, bro. <laughs> they better start walking. <laughs> I mean, I believe the run's over, but I don't know if the team believes that. I mean, obviously they're a game out of the playoff spot. Shout out to the Knicks. Though. Let's 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 talk about how the Knicks is still finding a way to keep winning. I don't know how, but God bless them. Uh, Great coaching. Yeah, and Julius Randle. Oh, yeah, I love Thibodeau. Julius Randle's my guy. Uh, speaking of the New York team, Georgetown. Oh my goodness, L. I know you've been watching it. What in the hell? Uh, that uh, basically after they went on that crazy run, and I think they were up like twenty five. I turned the game off. Um, something told me Georgetown was gonna uh complete it, and then something told me Oregon State was gonna do it at nighttime. I just, I just didn't have that much confidence in either team. But wow, Georgetown really. Oh my goodness. Those guys are dangerous. Yeah, uh, I got. I got to see how it how they met. What what the matchups are going to be like? But if they get a favorable uh seating, then teams better watch out. Yeah, most definitely. I, I like Alabama. They're a sleeper team too. I guess they got tired of people always talking about football. It's the only sport there that's what good for the men's. So. Yeah, Arkansas was my sleeper team until they let hey, LSU. Man, hey, man, stop giving all the sleepers, bro. I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> man, about to get all the sleepers out. Yeah, I gave, I, gave a few, I gave a few last week. Yeah, yeah. You're you giving out gems, right. man. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to say anything. Else. Let's, just, let's just all enjoy Selection Sunday. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh man! Make, make uh people that's listening, make sure you guys uh if you get one again on March Man Challenge, twenty five dollars enter. Uh, winner takes all. Uh, you can enter up to two brackets, obviously twenty five dollars a piece. Um, but yeah, you know, it's good little fun. You know, March Madness, you know, it's always a lot of wildness that happens. You know, sleeper teams find a way to get in there. We're gonna see what eleven seed or uh, six seed finds a way to get go far in the playoff. I mean, that's in playoffs. March Madness this year. Uh, but yeah, all right, we're gonna take a short break, give me right back into our football free agency segment. I still like it. All right, we jump right back into this uh next segment of defense free agency, uh, NFL segment. Um, so what were you guys' thoughts on the Detroit Lions letting uh Kenny Galladay walk and not putting the franchise tag on? To me, it you made you it got made it, sense. LR. yeah, it, it made sense to let him walk. Uh, the Lions, um, they're to me, like when once they traded Matt Stafford, it, it looked like they're in a little bit of a rebuild mode. So I mean, why why pay Galladay? One, why pay Galladay all this money when you know Jared Goff's not gonna get the ball to him? <laughs> so it it just, it just, it would make no sense. So there's no point in franchising them. And I know he, he has a little bit of an injury history, uh, and and they already have uh two other like pretty solid receivers. So let Kenny Galladay go. Um. And then just uh, rebuild from there. Like, you, you need to rebuild the whole offense because you're not about to just be throwing bombs anymore. Uh, that That's not um, 
Jared Goff's game. Jared Goff's game is the short intermediate throws. And I, I'm almost certain that Galladay wasn't like the best route runner. I didn't watch too many Lion games, but I was never really impressed by his route running. So it's not like this, this was an offense where he was going to probably like tremendously excel in. So I, you might as well just let him go now, uh, cut your losses, and then just focus on the draft and what else they can do. Because, I mean, the Lions aren't going to be good next year. So uh-huh. Galladay being free, I know he's a happy man. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I tend to agree with you there for the most part. However, you know, this guy's numbers were incredibly similar and comparable to Calvin Johnson's first six or seven seasons with the lions. Like that's, um, that's hard to give up, man. That's a lot of offensive production. Um, especially in a league where you one or two things could really swing a season and then you're in the playoffs or not. Uh, so I'm not really sure that they should fully go tank mode, especially since they just hired a new coach who's probably going to have some pressure to win. You would think keeping a guy like Galladay might be important to that success. But like you said, I think it's he's probably ecstatic that he's getting out of there. He's he's going to go find a team with a hopefully with a QB that can get him the rock. Uh, yeah, you know, shouts out to Kenny for getting getting his money and, and getting uh, hopefully a better QB situation. But I, I'm not fully sure the Lions should have just punted on the guy. Uh, I get that the 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 uh franchise tag would have been expensive, but you know, punting on a you know a top ten ish receiver seems a little uh I don't know seems seems like something I wouldn't do if I ran a front office. Yeah, you know, I was I was shocked. You know, a lot of the teams like a franchise, their their main guy. And I didn't know they were losing Marvin Jones, uh, free agency. Um, so I just knew they were going to franchise tag, uh, Kenny Galladay. But you know, they're making some points. You know, you got Jared Goff as your quarterback, so you know you're not going to be able to throw the ball to him because you know he's a deep threat. And um, Jared Goff couldn't throw uh toilet tissue into the toilet. Um. So, yeah, I feel like that was a good move for them to start off, refresh. Um, I know he said it started with a new coach, but he knew what he'd get himself into becoming a coach of the Detroit Lions. Uh, one of the worst <laughs> franchises. <laughs> but I, I, but nobody go – I first of all, that man is um, interesting, to say the least. Dan Campbell is, is a very interesting man. But nobody is going into that thinking they're just going to take their L's and collect their checks. I mean, I'm sure he, uh, he thinks he can win with that team. Uh, I don't know. I mean, look, Jared Goff has been successful before he's quarterbacked the team to the Super Bowl. So as much as we want to throw dirt on him, he's an accomplished and pretty good quarterback in this league. So if you put some pieces around him, they might be able to potentially put together a team that can make the playoffs. The NFL, you just never know. And you know, Dan Campbell seems to be the type of guy who's going to be really focused on the defense. If they can play decent defense and and just score enough, maybe they can win. You know, nine or ten games and squeak into a wild card spot. So I don't know. I, I if I was a Lions fan, I wouldn't be super happy with them just getting rid of our best players and going into tank mode. So, so they they lost. Matt Stafford for golf 
and then they got they lost Galladay, and you think they can go from five wins to nine and ten? But that's but that's that's my point. I think that if you keep Galladay, you you give yourself a chance to potentially get nine or ten wins if you can play better defense than you played last season. Getting rid of Galladay now, you have stat, now you have Jared Goff in a situation where who's he throwing to? Who, what are his weapons? You're you, you're talking about a QB who we've already talked about some of his limitations, but. If you we've seen that if you put weapons around him in a decent scheme, he can get the job done. But now who's he going to throw the ball to? Uh, you know, who, what's what's the run game going to look like? You, you're putting everybody oh, hold in, on. in My a boy bad position. Swift put in work, baby. Yeah. What you say? Swift put in that work. Though. I like that. Oh, shout out DeAndre, 215 legend. Um, I went to went to high school with his brother. Um, Did you really? But, I went, I went to high school with uh, DeAndre Swift's brother, Xavier Swift. Um, yeah. So, like, you know, I, I mean, I like DeAndre, obviously. But it, I, my point is he's um, – it's just odd to get rid of your, your best players in that way in, in a league where things can turn around so quickly. But, I, I mean, I, I also am intrigued to see what Dan Campbell does. I think he, ha- he obviously has energy. He's had some interesting press conferences, but he obviously has a lot of energy for this. And he's hired in uh, mostly all black staff, which is extremely intriguing, especially after what we just saw the, the Buccaneers do. So I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they how they look. But I, I just I'm not sure if I was in that front office, I would have so been so quick to get rid of Kenny Galladay. Yeah, you know, I just hope he doesn't go to like a Washington or Philly, that's what I'm worried about. I, I don't need them to come to NFC's last thing I need. Uh, let's talk about you guys getting rid of your offensive linemen. Um, after we saw what happened with Patrick Mahomes in the uh, in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I, look, I get it. I work in the content business, and I understand the memes, and, uh, you know, we, we got to make our jokes about stuff. So I, I totally get the, the, the jokes online and all that, but I, I am honestly, um, I, I wouldn't say I'm super happy. I mean, I, I love uh, Mitch and Eric Fisher, number one pick. Those two guys are great for the organization. Um, but at the end of the day, they also, you're, you're looking at Fish coming off an Achilles tear, uh, an Achilles injury at, at the offensive line spot. I mean, that could be devastating, man. I don't know how he's going to come back from that. And then Mitch Swartz didn't play after week six. His back has been absolutely shot up, and I'm not sure he, he was ever going to come back and be productive. So um, love those guys. But, you know, from my standpoint, I understand getting rid of them, uh, not, not resigning them, I should say. Um, Mahomes is going to restructure his contract to help with, with some uh, cap flexibility, which should help the Chiefs, you know, in the offseason try to retool a little bit. But they wanted to get younger on the line. They wanted to get younger and they wanted to get more productive. And I totally get it. I could see the Chiefs spending almost every pick on offensive line and defensive line. And I would be fine with that, honestly. As much as I would love to see them try to get a young stud receiver at the bottom of the first round. Um, I, I would be totally fine if they spent every pick on offensive and defensive line. They got to get younger. They got to get more productive there. 
I think that's probably what they're looking for in the draft. They're going to draft up a lot of young stud offensive linemen that are, you know, quick, agile, mobile. And, uh, you know, you can coach those guys up um, and, you know, obviously bring them in on a cheap on cheaper contract situations because you just got them in a draft to help the team. So looking forward to that. I mean, I get the I get how it looks off the rip, but the, the Chiefs are going to retool that offensive line. They're not they're not like some organizations that are just going to allow their franchise QB to get battered and bruised all game uh, organizations like the Texans and the Seahawks. Um, you know, the Chiefs aren't going to the Chiefs and the Colts, um, you know, the Chiefs aren't going to let, you know, they paid Patrick Mahomes half a billion, half a billion dollars with the B. They're not about to let him just get freaking uh, torched with no offensive line. So I trust that they'll get that job done, but they got to get younger. I mean, fish is fish is getting old and then he had an Achilles tear. I mean, it sucks, but you know, we, we're not, we're not, uh, We've been watching football for a long time. We know that business is ruthless, man. And, you know, he had an Achilles tear and he's getting old. At the end of the day, they had to they had to move on. They got to get younger. Yeah, you know, you're right. It's a business, you know, got to take out the liabilities and add them with assets. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I mean, hopefully they find another good team, play a good team, uh, possibly maybe on Dallas because we got the same issues with Tyron Smith. That man has been healthy and for a whole season. I don't know how long. Uh might be time for us to get rid of him. Um, you know. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully we will we we'll might look at the, uh Fisher or Swartz to rebolster our offensive line. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, man. I for, I could see Mitch retiring. I mean, people were talking about Mitch retiring in the middle of the season last year. I mean, I, I just don't know how those how productive those guys are gonna be. Again, Fish is coming off an Achilles tear. I mean, Kevin Durant missed a whole year in basketball because of an Achilles tear. You want this man to come out here and play football on the O-line after an Achilles tear? I mean, I don't know, man. That doesn't seem that doesn't seem optimal. Both of those guys could be headed to retirement. I'm not saying that they absolutely will. Football players have come back from crazier stuff. We just saw Alex Smith play football after his leg was mangled. Um, but, but I, I just, for me, if it was me and I was 350 pounds and I just tore my Achilles and I had already collected 10 years worth of NFL checks, I would, uh, I would be going off to Cabo somewhere, but we'll, we'll see if fish comes back and wants to play. Well, my thing is, of of course, like people are going to want them. Teams are going to want them. I don't think any good team should want them because we don't know how he's going to play. Like, he could come back. He might just come back just to get the paycheck. He may not need it, but he may just come back because he loves football and he just wants to get uh, paid. And he could get injured or he might be a little bit slower. Um, and he won't be I, – I just don't think he'll be as effective. So I don't think, like, top teams should really go after him. So the Cowboys can definitely go after him. They're not going to be a top team. But, like, <laughs> other teams, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think they should go – I don't think they should go after him because – I just don't think they're going to expect to see the guy who was like really good on the Chiefs, and that's not who they're going to get. They're going to get a guy who's who's coming off an Achilles injury, who's going to be slower and a little probably a little bit less motivated because he's already got his money, he's already won a championship, and he's coming off an injury, so he's not going to want to get re-injured immediately. 
Yeah, I, I like I like how the shots fire right there. Let us get a safety. It's a wrap. <laughs> Tell you that right now. It's gonna get real spooky uh, out there in NFC East. But it's cool though, man. We saw my guy Dak. We'll drive with your leaders in the next segment. Uh, you know, Cowboys find every supposed to do. Hey, my man Dak, forty million a year. He wanted the four year. He finally got it. They kept trying to get him the five year. My man said he wanted the four. Should have signed him last year, but they finally did what they needed to. Uh, and I feel like that gets the ball rolling for the next steps, which we need to focus on is uh, obviously the offensive line and the um, defense. Safeties, oh, buddy. We, if we don't get a safety this year, somebody needs to get fired. Um, Another, you know how I just said the Chiefs should spend every every pick on the O and D line? The the yeah. I I think the Cowboys might want to consider spending every pick on defense. We we've gotten to the point where uh you know obviously hopefully Dak comes back healthy and um is able to rehab and and, and be the you know forty million dollar a year QB seventy five million dollars in one year. Imagine making that type of freaking money, sixty million dollar signing bonus. Imagine getting paid that much at one time. Holy crap. Um, and he's, hope, and he's you know, coming off injury, and they're paying him this. Unbelievable, but I, 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 but you know, obviously we hope he, he comes back healthy. Um, they have a lot of weapons on offense. I don't necessarily love McCarthy, McCarthy's system, or trust that he can put them in place to succeed. But end of the day, I think offense is not the problem. The Cowboys need to, they, they got to stop people, man. And it's getting to the point where uh, they, they got to start spending some draft picks on defense and getting younger and quicker and faster to the football. Because, you know, they're, they've been embarrassing. God damn it. Just embarrassing. Oh, well, for, for starters, um, Xavier Woods is a free agent this year, so we don't have to see him play for us anymore. Praise God. <laughs> when I saw that I mean, uh, the- a couple months ago, I was like, yes, my prayers have been answered. We finally can go after a, a, a legit safety. The Cowboys Hopefully- defense did get better last year towards the end of the season. Yeah, too so it bad. wasn't all bad. Yeah, I just too little, too late. Yep, you know we just need we need a solid safety. Um, I wouldn't be mad if we got rid of Jalen Smith. He's he, he, I mean, obviously he looks good on paper, but when you look at him in a game, um, he's barbecue chicken in the passing game, and sometimes, um, he's a little late on the runs, but he's he's a great sideline to sideline player, great player. Um, but I wouldn't get mad if we traded him. Um, and I'm giving Zeke one more year as well because ever since he got paid, he's been playing like horseshit. Um, Wait, the Cowboys are giving up on Zeke because we'll take Zeke in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, that's that's nice. Take that contract too. <laughs> Y'all chose to pay him. Yeah, and yeah, now I see why people don't like playing running backs. Um, well, part of it wasn't his fault because we became more of a pass-heavy team. But when even when Dak went out, he wasn't really producing like that. Uh, so, you know, I just feel like, you know, he got paid and he just got relaxed. Um, all right, let's talk about some crazy free agent moves. I saw the Ravens got rid of uh, Mark Ingram. I guess it's, it's time for my guy, me, AJ guy, J.K. Dobbins to turn up. I knew I'd be drafting fantasy football this year. Uh, J.K. I love Dobbins. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my guy. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was crazy. With Mark Ingram signed with what, the Texans, right? Uh, where yep, sign with yep, sign with the Texans. H town. You know, now crazy. you know, now you know that's uh that you know if somebody's happy and willing to go to the Texans, that it's uh it's probably over for them. 
he's probably just happy to collect these last couple checks and be done, man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I just think they're gonna they finally got a running back they got. You know, I know they traded for David Johnson, but I haven't I wasn't sold on him. Um, but you know. So what do we think Watson's gonna end up doing? Is he gonna be able to successfully force his way out or is he gonna be disgruntled? Is he gonna have to sit out some games for the Texans? How, where is this going? He's gonna have to sit out. <laughs> okay. Okay. They're, they're not gonna just freely trade him. Uh they he's gonna definitely have to sit out. Um, I just hope that they they actually do like free him because uh the situation in Texans. Once you got, once you traded away Hopkins, you pretty much showed Watson that you wasn't trying to win. Like, let that man go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I fear that Houston is going to try to play hardball. They're going to try to keep him around, and Deshaun is going to have to sit out uh, at the end of the day if he really wants to try to force his way out of there. Um, and that means missing some checks. So I pray for my mans because he is he is in a struggle situation right now. My goodness. Yeah, this is terrible. But uh, I, I need him gone because uh, he's going nowhere with the Texans. He's just wasting years. Yeah, the boy. Exactly. Uh, Would love to see him in the NFC somewhere. Would love to see him with like a San Francisco – uh, you know, any any of these young budding teams uh, out in the NFC could use Philadelphia, them. So. Philadelphia, Philly, Philly could definitely use them. Yeah, I, I mean, we got a lot of faith in Jalen Hurts, but I mean, if you have a chance to get Deshaun Watson, you get Deshaun Watson. He's still exactly. Young. I'm surprised. I'm surprised no team has thrown out like some crazy package already. But um, I'm sure at this point. The Texans are probably like, we're not even going to think about a trade. We're just going to, you know, try to ride it out. But not a not a great idea. They need to cut their losses and keep it pushing. Right, because once he gets leveraged, it's over for the Texans. Then, yep. then he'll be able to dictate where he goes. Yep. Yeah, uh, what y'all think of Cam Newton? I, I just knew they wasn't going to resign him back after the, the terrible year he had. But it's not what is a 14 year, one year, 14 million extension. One year, yeah, yeah, one year. Uh I mean, there's nothing else out there. <laughs> I I knew I knew that they were gonna resign him because there there was nothing else out there on the market for them to get. So you have to you go with the the devil you know, kind of, and they know Cam, they know what he's gonna do. Uh I mean, yeah, he played terrible last year. Um I think he's going to probably play terrible again this year, but I don't think the Patriots were going to go anywhere anyway. So they'll probably just draft a quarterback and try to mold him. And then they're, they look like they're just thinking about the future right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Juju Smith, where, where y'all think he goes? He'll, he'll, he'll be back with the, with the Steelers for I sure. So. Really? I, 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 go ahead. Uh, I I think I think I don't think the Steelers won them. Yeah, you don't think so? I don't no. think the Steelers won them. No. Uh, I was telling people, and this is this is in the beginning. I was joking, but I was like, yeah. Once um Antonio Brown left, uh Juju started to disappear, 
And I mean, he'd have some times where he get like good games, but like uh, when you look at the Steelers' offense, he was easily like the third option. Uh, and uh, you can you can get anyone as a third option, and you can get that for cheaper than probably what Juju is going to ask for. So I feel like um, I feel like the Steelers are just going to let him walk. Yeah, not uh, yeah. I feel like uh, might end up on a team like a Jets. Or or 49ers team. I think he's going somewhere he's gonna get paid. And they y'all think that the Steelers bring back Bud Dupree, or you think they let him walk too? Walk. She man, yeah. they they need to they need to bring him back. But you know, look, if the Steelers wanna if the Steelers wanna go in the tank mode too, then that's fine with me. They're not gonna win anything with Big Ben and no receivers and no Bud Dupree. Well, then they give, then they restructure Ben's contract to give him like less money or something. Yes, I mean he he definitely resigned for less, but the fact that they look, it looks like they're gonna roll with him as the starter is just preposterous to me. It, it just shows me that they are probably not gonna go, not gonna break the bank. <laughs> uh, we saw we saw what the team looked like last year, and if and if Ben is still your quarterback, the team is gonna look pretty much the same. So if the front office is smart or fairly yep. smart. I can I don't I don't see them going crazy to uh sign Bud. Um I just I don't think I don't think they're that's what their mindset is on right now. I think their mindset is on the future. Yeah, that's smart. I hope my man Bud Dupree gets goes to a good team. Uh where do you think Kenny Galladay goes? I know we talked about him earlier. Tricky. Um, uh, I think he could end up on the Bears, the Niners. I think the Giants, they were looking at him. I think if the Browns are serious about uh, not bringing Odell back or trading Odell, then the, the, then the Browns uh, get Galladay and then trade Odell um, if they don't think Odell's a good fit. Um, there's a lot of teams that, that could use a guy like Kenny Galladay. Uh, but I mean, he is injury prone, so I could see why some teams would be hesitant. That's why it's a little bit harder to decide where I really think he would go. It's, it's interesting, man. I, I would love to see. I would love to see KC get go up and get one of these number two receivers because the this Chiefs truly need a, a a true number two. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I Kenny Galladay. I'm not. I'm not sure. But like. Uh, I feel like he could help a lot of teams. The Seahawks could use could use a guy like him. Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where he, where he lands. Yeah, you know, uh, I feel like he might go to Baltimore. You know, they I know they're not really looking at top wide receivers, but I feel like they're gonna need a, a top wide receiver for Lamar. I never was really sold on Hollywood Brown. I feel like he's a good receiver, but I never thought he's a, a solid number one. So I think he either, either goes there. Or uh, Washington. Interesting, man. Yeah, I, Kenny could help Washington. a lot of teams, man. Yeah. If, if he goes yeah. to the Ravens, all oh, the Chiefs better be worried because all the Ravens oh, need. Oh my goodness gracious! All uh, the Ravens oh boy. need. Oh boy! It's a number one. Oh they always talk about Lamar Jackson this, Lamar Jackson that, but when it comes down to it. If your best receiver is Mark Andrews, there's only so much you can do 
in the playoffs against good defenses. There's only so much you can do. Mark Andrews is not cannot be your best receiver when you win the championship. If they get someone like Kenny Galladay, and then Hollywood Brown gets the number two corner, and then Mark Andrews has more freedom because he's not going to be looking at so many double teams, then the Ravens are a completely different team. And then I I just I just don't think Lamar Jackson is ever going to be able to to hang in a shootout game with Patrick Mahomes. I don't care you only who he, see him when his best receiver is Mark Andrews. I, you have I to see their care. offense when they have a real number one receiver. That's all they I don't missing. care unless unless he's rolling out there with Megatron or Randy Moss or <laughs> Terrell Owens. Uh, I I don't necessarily care who's out there. I don't think he's going to be able to hang in a drop back game. And I'm not, and I'm really not trying to cast any aspersions on uh on Lamar and his passing. I think he's a very good passer. But in a drop back game, when you when you need to drop back time and time again to win, I'll take Patrick Mahomes over just about anybody. Um, I, I, I'll take Patrick Mahomes over Tom Brady, except Pat, Patrick Mahomes ran out there in the Super Bowl with nobody on the offensive line. His, all of his offensive line was banged up. And so, of course, Patrick wasn't able to be as effective. Um, and he still was dropping dimes, rolling back 15 yards and then dropping dimes, but his receivers dropped passes. So, um, yeah, I, I think the Chiefs will be fine as long as the Chiefs can – find some some offensive line help so to keep Patrick upright they'll they'll be fine against just about anybody especially Lamar Jackson I, I love him MVP of the league at 24 I, I really love him but he's he's not he's not hanging with Pat uh, we'll shall see I love Once. the energy brother uh but yeah I feel like they get got they, they're definitely a threat um okay let's go to the QBs get traded um I, I I don't. I was thinking Darnold get traded, but I just I heard that the Forty ers not make a move, so I don't really see who else would make a move for Sam Darnold. Um, so I feel like he stays. Like y'all said, I don't think they trade Watson unless he just sits out like a Le'Veon Bell. Um, Seattle like they're trying to find some offensive linemen for Russ. Maybe he might stay put in Seattle. Uh, who else? I think there's all the big name quarterbacks that's out there. Uh, nope. That should be traded. Yeah. Uh, I um, do think Russ, Russ will probably end up getting traded. Um, I just think, I don't know. I just think, I think he's done everything he can for Seattle. And I, I don't know, for some reason, I think ever since uh, the comments, then didn't they say he hasn't really spoken to the team yeah. ever since he, yeah. So, I mean, you know Pete Carroll, he's real prideful. Look what happened, like when he uh threw that uh well had Russ throw that interception on the one yard line. I say he did it because he should have just ran the ball. And then once Marshawn was upset and stopped talking to him, what did they do? They the Marshawn was no longer with the Seahawks. Uh, I know he retired, but um, this it's just like it looks like uh, Pete Carroll is just like that kind of prideful guy, where. Uh, if you're if you're already not like speaking with the organization, he's he's looking for ways to like get rid of you to just to show the team that it's his team. He seems like that kind of coach. So I I, I wouldn't be shocked if if there was one big name quarterback aside from Watson. I I would say yeah, Russell Wilson. 
uh, would be the one to get traded. Yeah, you know, I'd love to see him get traded out of NFC East. I'm not NFC East, NFC, and go to AFC possibly. That would be lovely, so we don't have to worry about him no more. Uh, that would mess up the. I like that the wide receiver core to get out there though. With, uh, I've got T. D. K. Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Um, <laughs> boy, that's a live. That's a live combo right there. Them boys. Sheesh. Would love, would love for one of them to be a Chiefs man. Could the Chiefs could have had DK Metcalf alongside a Tyree Kill, but instead we're stuck with McCole Hardman. What a time to be alive! <laughs> <laughs> Hardman's fast. Yeah, I, I like, I, 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 I like fast. I like McCole. McCole is very Feaster famine, though. I mean, we saw that in that Bills game. I yeah. saw that in the AFC title. He's he's Feaster famine. One moment. He could be fumbling the game away, and the next moment he could be running for 50 yards. You just never know with him. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he's not a he's not a solid actual receiver like DK is. So you, you take what you can get, though. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, y'all want to add anything else? Nah, man, just free, free me, free AJ. People write to Twitter for me. Tell them to free AJ King. Free all day AJ <laughs> King, man. They they locked me up. They got my account suspended. Bring me back, son. Free me. <laughs> all right, man. Y'all be easy, man. Appreciate y'all coming out. Uh, make sure to follow social media blog access one one. All right, be easy, brothers. All right, all right. y'all. Make sure to follow us on social media at Blog Access 101 on Twitter and Instagram. Follow our Facebook page at Blog Access 101. Also, we're doing a $100 giveaway challenge right now. Follow us on Instagram and follow the details for the $100 giveaway uh, qualifications. Also, don't, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify by searching Blog Access 101. If you have an iPhone, make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We're trying to get our ratings up to get in the rankings board. And if you have Android phone, make sure you subscribe or follow on uh, Spotify or Google Podcasters and uh, view some of the videos. Thank you.